in the construction field. Sometimes it's a little different. And again, reaching that audience, not everybody has access to a laptop. The vast majority of my teammates are not at a computer every day. Welcome to We're Only Human, a podcast focused on blending research and practical advice to help today's HR, talent, and learning leaders improve business outcomes. Let's welcome your host, Ben Eubanks. Hey everybody, this is Ben Eubanks, host of We're Only Human, and welcome to 2020. Yes, it's been underway for a while. I, I certainly know that and agree with that, but it feels like I'm coming out of hibernation. Just had one of the first events this week, first conferences of the year, and went really, really well. I had the chance to go and, and speak at the Diversity Promising Practices Conference in at Auburn University here in the state of Alabama. So it was nice to have an event to drive to versus flying and um, actually had the chance to talk about how AI technologies are on some on some ways actually eliminating or minimizing bias in the hiring process but in other ways might be introducing bias and so it was a a really fun and dynamic conversation with the audience there and really just thankful for the opportunity to go and hear from them some of the people there at the at the event about what's going on in inclusion and diversity what are the priorities there how are employers prioritizing that what's the latest research what does the data say those kinds of things and um, i'm actually hoping to have some of the the auburn inclusion and diversity team on the podcast at some point in the coming months to talk about inclusion diversity and how to create the right environment where everyone can excel in the business behind the scenes at lighthouse we're actually working on some really interesting research the first one this year the priority is the the town acquisition priority study it is a one question survey where we ask what sorts of things are going to be hot this year what are going to be priorities this year and so far we've had over 300 votes in that if you'd like to do that it takes again 10 seconds to, to put your votes in and it helps us to get a sense of what's happening big picture in the market but i'm really interested specifically to look at the data as it's coming in compared to the last edition of this we did a few years ago and see how things have changed because as you can imagine over time some things stay very similar some things have changed dramatically and I can't wait to to dig into that and and examine that so I'll make sure a link is in the show notes if you want to put your vote in there we also have some new research on internal talent ability employee engagement performance management a little bit of everything coming this year I'm really excited to see those things come to the forefront we're doing some digging in different technology areas so it's it's so, so much fun stay tuned we'll keep you updated on those things we're also having lots of great conversations like the one that you're going to hear today here to keep you sharp, keep you entertained, hopefully, and give you some tools to be at your very best at work and and in life. So we have an upcoming webinar that is going to be all around HR and talent trends this year. Um, I'll make sure the link to that is in the show notes as well if you want to check that out. This isn't just Ben's opinion of the world. Um, sure, maybe that's important, maybe it's not, but it's, that, it's actually research-based. We've dug into more than a dozen pieces of research to build out this set of seven trends that are cutting across all of HR, all the workforce, and some of them are a little controversial, um, kind of it might be challenging some some common thinking there, and I'm really interested in seeing how those conversations go. So it'll be recorded in case you miss it, but do not miss signing up because you can get the copy of our new trends report that's paired with that. Once you, once you sign up, we'll make sure to send that out after the event is over with. And without further ado, Let's get to today's conversation. Last year, 
our team actually produced some research on communication tools that employees are using to try to cut through the noise of email or try to connect with staff that don't even have an email address, the deskless workers, and interact with them. And it was really interesting because we realized in that research that employers are looking for ways to engage with their people, but some of the traditional ways of doing that are not doing it anymore. Right? Email response rates or open rates are not that high, or as I said, you might have employees that are working out in the field that do not have access to those tools. They don't have that a way to engage with those things. Maybe it's not safe. Maybe it's don't don't have access, period. And so today, I'll talk with John Thurman. He's an HR practitioner. He's a podcast expert. He runs a podcast himself, and we'll talk with that in a little bit. Um, I really look up to John and respect him highly for his work. And we're going to talk about specifically how he started an internal podcast at his company as an HR leader and what kind of benefits they want to see from this new channel, how they're going to use it, what sort of metrics. Um, he even gives advice on how to start one yourself. If you're thinking, this sounds interesting, I want to maybe check that out. He talked about how to do that on cheap. So lots of good practical advice here. It's funny, I've, I first met John a few years ago at the SHRM conference in Chicago. We were friends online, we're connected, and we we're looking for someone, both looking for someone to room with. We set everything up via email, but we never actually spoken to each other in person or met in person. So the first time we met was at that event, and we became fast friends, not just online as before, but in real life. And I appreciate him for sharing his time with us, sharing his insight with us. I really hope you enjoy the discussion. Now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to We're Only Human. This has been Eubanks, and I'm really glad to have you here. You know, I've been doing the podcast for about three and a half years now, and it's one of my favorite things. I say that all the time, but I really mean it. It's one of the favorite things I get to do. So I talk to really smart people, I get to hear interesting insights, I get to have fun conversations, and it just gives a different personality to the medium, I guess, that, that I really enjoy. So today, we're actually going to talk kind of a meta conversation a little bit. I'm going to talk to a fellow podcaster. We're going to talk about podcasting in the context of an organizational communication tool. We're going to talk to John Thurmond. I've, I've known John for, for uh, a little while now, a couple years, I think. And um, he's somebody that I look up to and appreciate his perspective on this topic. And so when I was trying to think, to think about who I wanted to learn from and who we could all learn a little bit from, John was the first person to come to mind. So John, welcome to the show. Ben, thank you. You're, you're well too kind, sir. Well, right. Way too kind. I'll let the audience be the judge of that. Um, I uh, I have again. You run a podcast called. Um, I'll let you tell you, tell your story in a second, but you run a podcast. Sure. I have again listened listened. I just love how not just the podcast about HR because I have to love that one because of the work I do, but also you have a podcast about something else that's like personal. I can't remember. It's some kind of pop culture thing. You'll tell me in a minute, but like I love. The fact that you're doing it on things just because you love it and have fun with it and enjoy the medium. And again, that's what I look for when I think of someone that's really just passionate about what they do. So um, why don't you give everybody else some insight here. Tell them who you are, what you do, who's John. Absolutely. So I am an HR practitioner by trade. I uh, started in the industry almost 20 years, well, well over 20 years ago now. Started my career as a public school teacher, figured out very quickly that was not for me. Went to a temp agency to be a temp and got hired as, to be a recruiter, went through third party, got into vendor management, got into the corporate world, uh, was a, a recruiter and then a supervisor, moved into labor relations because people thought I was crazy to go into union work and really enjoyed my time there. Uh, unfortunately, worked myself out of a job uh, many years ago now, but at that time got very active in social media, particularly with HR. And uh, now I'm a regional HR manager with a company called Team Fischl. We're a utility construction and engineering company. Uh, I'm here in Richmond, Virginia, and I cover the Virginia and Pennsylvania territories where I'm responsible for 
all the front facing kind of things from an HR perspective when it comes to recruiting, training, uh, employee investigations, anything like that. Uh, I You mentioned the podcast piece I have. I've been podcasting, gosh, now six years or so. I, initially, I started with a friend of mine who's been in the uh, been doing a podcast well longer called Star Joe's, which is an 80s podcast where we talk about everything from G.I. Joe to Star Wars and everything in between. Uh, just love doing that. Always had fun getting together with friends and meeting new creators and doing different things there. And several years ago, I started the HR Social Hour Twitter chat with my co-host, Wendy Daly. We started that out of not going to Sherm in 2017 to National there in New Orleans that took on a life of its own that from that not at Sherm chat to then become the HR social hour. So we've been at that chat for gosh, two and a half years now. I wanted to do more though. And I had such a great time doing star Joe's. I called Wendy and I said, I want to do a podcast. Not sure what, what we can do, but it's gotta be HR. It's gotta be, it's gotta be some way that we connect our community. And, and we started really Ben, and I think, you know, the story we started initially just interviewing people that we knew through our chat. And we figured, hey, we'll have 50 people and then the show will be over. Well, that was almost two years ago now. Uh, we, <laughs> I'm not sure when this show comes out, but we are quickly approaching episode 100 of the HR Social Hour. Uh, have downloads in 102 countries. It's just unbelievable. And what's what's been great is to continue to build that community through the chat through the podcast to get to know people like you and so many other great practitioners and analysts. And just as I always say, it's cool people that we get to know that we want other people to get to know. Well, I've been really fortunate that my management listened to that podcast and uh, found some value there. I really enjoyed some of my guests have given me great feedback on it. Fischl has grown quite a bit in the bit of time I've been there. I've been with the company a little over five years. And what we've seen is as we've grown, obviously, a lot more management and, and, and getting people, preparing people to be better leaders. So over the last year, we started developing some new HR training and beyond facing training and, you know, in classroom type things. We also started a series of phone calls, uh, training calls, as they were once a month where we would have a topic and, and people could call in. Well, those have met with some success, but we also know it's difficult for people to necessarily be available same time once a month for those calls. And we really didn't have any any way to do anything beyond that, short of having some notes, as it were, right, like show notes for a podcast. But we weren't we didn't record those, didn't do anything with them. I brought up the idea of a podcast. And next thing you know, I'm starting to create what we're calling the HR Pro podcast series for Team Fischl, which we are launching you know, here in January, and the idea being it is a, a way to communicate those uh, HR topics and items and things that, that are uh, we think are, pre are prevalent and necessary in an in-demand way. You know, let's face it, Ben, I think you and I can agree that people digest things so differently now than even maybe, say, four or five years ago, much less 10 years ago or 20 years ago. This is a great way, though, to have a centralized library of content on demand that people can get to when they need it and when they when it's pre pertinent to them. So I'm really excited that we've started on this path. You know, there are so many companies that have gotten into podcasting and you don't hear a lot about it because if it's just an internal communication tool, unless you know somebody there, you may not hear much about it. I've got friends that are with organizations that are doing it. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, one of my friends works for a company where they do one. They have a couple different podcasts, one of which, though, is where they interview people. So say you're in customer service 
They'll interview you as a customer service professional in the organization, talk to you about your job, what's your experience been like, what are the skills you look for in the customer service division. That's an internal marketing show about departments so that let's say I'm in IT, maybe I want to go into customer service. I can listen to that show, 15, 20 minutes worth of conversation and get some feedback, get a little bit more experience, kind of pull the pull the veil back, as it were, to learn more about that department and about what's going on there and how may I fit. So a lot of a lot of great different ways that people are using them. That's just one that got me really excited. My friend told me about it because he was actually on that show. And I thought that was just a super cool way to to be communicating in a different way, in a new way that that I think is only become going to become more and more prevalent as we go along. So you said that at Fishel, you guys are actually doing this in terms of leadership development. Is that right? This is like manager training kind of things. Is it? Yeah. It, it, so it's a couple different. You know, I think the idea is some things are kind of of the moment, say open enrollment, for example, you know, and, and having instead of these static calls where if you miss the call about open enrollment, you miss it. Maybe we record it and have a show out, you know, that month or the month before so that if somebody wants to get some additional information there, some of them could be harassment. There could there are some leadership uh, content that we're developing as well. So it's it's really, like I said, kind of a a mixed bag of HR stuff that that people could get when they need it. Or maybe maybe your manager says, hey, Ben, I really like you to listen to this, this and this HR pro podcast that's available on the uh, LMS. And let's let's go check that out. And just another way for you to get some uh, get some training in a different way. I love that. What well, your your friend's example of hearing like career development kind of conversations or things to help them enlighten them on other areas of the, of the organization. Even one of my good friends, similar kind of story, maybe five, six, seven years ago, he back when the flip cam, I don't remember the flip cam, but the flip cams were like oh, really, yeah. really hot. He got one of those and got his boss to let him go for one hour a week. And he just walked around to different leaders in the organization and said, Hey, I need 60 seconds or less. Tell me about what it takes to be a great leader here. And just walked around and did that for a few months. And um, then he kind of stopped like that was fine. I'm done. And people were like, Hey, where's the rest of that? We want more. We want more. And so he didn't realize that this is something that everybody else even, even loved, you know, you know, podcasting as a medium and you love it and you consume it. So you know that value. But for him, it was like, this will be fun for me to do. And so he walked around right. and did this, not realizing there was gonna, he was going to generate more demand by creating some supply. So same kind of thing. <laughs> right. And I love, just love that because the same, same thing there, right? It's very personal. You could, if you're having a conversation, it's different than just a one way, someone, someone throwing something at you. Um, or for those people, like you said, uh, depending on the kind of work they're doing, it might be really hard to get all the people in the same place at the same time to hear the conversation, even as virtually. So having the podcast medium is, is evergreen. So you create some benefits there that aren't there with the more common ways of sharing information. Absolutely. And it's, it's been really interesting, Ben, to see, particularly, you know, again, as we develop our leaders, we have uh, down, you know, and again, being in the construction field, sometimes it's a little different. And again, reaching that audience, not everybody has access to a laptop. Every, not every the vast majority of my teammates are not at a computer every day, right? That's just not, that's not our world. They are literally digging ditches. They are drilling. They are doing things uh, in the field. What's been fascinating is to see some of the leaders uh, newer to the company or, you know, start earlier in their careers, how many of them are using outside leadership podcasts as 
information and feeding it to their to their teammates, to the people that they are training to say, here are things. That, and, I, and again, I think that was one of the reasons was we started to think through what made sense for us is to say, we know this is a viable tool and we see it already in our in our workplace that people are recommending others. We ought to be we ought to be creating our own just again, because we know what we want it to be and and it's there and, and it's not going to be a uh, unknown concept. You know, that, that people are familiar with it. I mean, let's face it, what, 60 percent of people have heard at least a podcast now in society. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it's it's certainly become more and more prevalent. And again, I think reaching audiences in different ways and, and that on demand aspect, uh, I think there's just a lot of power in that. And again, that's why I'm really excited as you know, as we get started. And, you know, I've had leadership come to me. Several already have come to me and talked to me about other ideas that they've had or more focused things that, you know, kind of as we feel this thing out and really start to get our bearings, I'm really excited about the fact that there's uh, engagement already and that there's interest already at, at some very high levels within the organization that really want to see this be successful. One of the other things you touched on there is your people are in the field, right? You're, you're in the construction industry. So that has its own nuances, its own unique kind of flavor of how, employee relations works or how leadership even works, right? The, the way that you're leading a team out there on a construction site may, may be different than you're leading someone in an office. Okay. We'll, we'll take the bait and go there. Um, one of the interesting things for, for you creating this podcast internally as a leader that knows the language that knows the, the language of the business and of the leadership and the people in your organization, you create this more tailored, more personalized kind of content than if you go and grab something off the shelf. You know, I love Pat Lenciani, I love Simon Sinek, but if it's just in general leadership stuff, it might not hit the same way as someone saying, you know what, when I go to a site, here's how I'm going to start the day with my, my checklist or how I'm going to work through and, and do feedback with my team if they're swinging a hammer versus when they're sitting there you know, doing a spreadsheet on the computer. So you That's get a, right. different, a different, more tailored kind of feel creating this content yourself rather than just grabbing something off the shelf. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, it, the, the response as, as we've started talking about the fact that, Hey, we're going to move away from the, the calls and really go to this format. Cause we feel like it's a, the, the evergreen component of it, the immediate access at any given time component is of interest. Some of the, some of the conversations that I've had are people already asking, Hey, can you talk about this? has got me very excited as well, knowing that, okay, they are, and, and I'm fortunate again, that people know I do this outside of my day job, right? With the social hour. And so they recognize, and, and I, it, I have to tell you, Ben, it's been very interesting. The number of teammates I have that listen to the podcast, to the HR social hour that are not in HR, <laughs> it's, it's been very enlightening and I appreciate all them very much. Uh, you know, they'll stop me and say, Hey, I heard, you know, I listened to your show every week. Or I just heard this episode. That's been very humbling and, and interesting. But again, knowing that, uh, that again, it's there and the opportunities there, I'm really excited about it. That is so fun. That's exciting. So let's say someone's listening to this and they're like, John sounds brilliant, just like Ben said he was. Um, and I'd love to do this too. What does it take to get started? What is it? What's the process? I know that, um, for instance, you said at the very beginning of the conversation today, you said, I got permission, I got approval to do this. So that's part of it is getting that kind of buy-in. But what right. about, I mean, let's talk about that part maybe first, because that's, that's sure. hard to put your hands on. But then we can talk about any tools or anything else you'd recommend in terms of how to get started. Absolutely. I, again, I think you have to get some level of buy-in as to why you're doing it. You know, what's your why? And, and we decided fairly early we wanted to share this type of content, at least to start, this was kind of our, our, our approach and what we wanted to target. 
it, you know, let's face it, Ben, and, and you've been doing this much longer than I have. You've got to have someone that is interested and engaged if you're not going to use an outside party. Now, of course, there are a lot of great podcast producers that are out there and, and according to your locale or you can find them remotely as well. But, you know, it seems like anywhere you go now, you could probably find someone that is uh, has the ability to help you put together you know, the final package. Right. You know, in other words, you've got to determine what it is your content's going to be, but you could certainly find somebody to help you do it. Of course, with us, I'm kind of doing it myself and, and putting the calendar together, recording the shows, uh, editing them, producing them, and then putting them, posting them to our LMS and going that way. Uh, I, so once you have that buy-in, I think you've got to determine, you know, who are you going to be talking to? Again, you it, it, you know this better than I. It's very easy to start a podcast. It's really hard to maintain it. So you've got to have that that schedule and plan because if you just make one and put it out there and then life gets in the way, you may not get another one. <laughs> so, you know, I strongly recommend that you, you plan through it and say, here are the topics we're going to hit or here, you know, kind of here's our approach. You know, who are the people you're going to have? If you've got like us, I know I have listeners and people that listen to podcasts and are utilizing them. Those are the types of folks that I want to have take part because they're going to be great ambassadors for me. You know, they're already they already familiar with the, the concept, the, the idea of that platform and those are the, you know, you're going to want those internal cheerleaders and supporters. You're going to need them as much as you are. Whoever says, yes, go forth and do this. Got to have those helpers and those people that are that are there. Um, you know, as far as once you've got that uh, commitment, that buy in, it really kind of depends. Ben, if you're doing things remotely, there are certainly recording tools like a Skype or a Zoom or if you're going to record that way. If you're in person, you know, you could start. I don't know about you. When I first started my podcast you know, two, two plus years ago, it cost me, what, a couple hundred bucks to get started. And, of course, if you're doing it for the organization, might want to talk to them about uh, investing in you for that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, you could you can get a, a basic recorder, uh, you know, a Zoom player. One, You know, uh, you could start fairly entry level and not spend a great deal of money to do it. You need a, you need some decent mics, uh, the recorder and what have you. I think so much of that, you know, people get wrapped up and buy the top of the line thing once they start don't necessarily have to do that if you're especially if it's something you're just kind of tipping dipping your toes in the water in uh you know if you if you're an organization like mine i've got the equipment so it makes it a little easier for us but if you don't you know don't go crazy when you start you want to have something that sounds good and you want to have something that sounds professional but you don't have to blow the budget to make it happen when you start so get those things in place you know get your schedule together figure out who your supporters are going to be those cheerleaders and those people that you want to have engaged you know, when it comes to being on the podcast, you know, what what's your format? Is it I assume it's not just one person talking all the time. Maybe it is. Or is it different people, different hosts or a host with different people each time? All those things you kind of have to feel out and determine what makes the most sense for you in the organization. But then, as you know, once once you have it, then you start the production piece of it, where, again, if you're not using an outside party, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, I use Audacity. It's free. It's super easy to use. You just save a lot. If you keep saving over and over and over, you're not going to lose anything. You're never going to blow it up. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not the entry point is not super. It's not super expensive. It's not super high to start. Again, you've got to kind of feel out and what makes the most sense. And, and again, you can. There, there are a lot of great options. I think your your show is also on Podbean. Podbean is where I host my show. Uh, from, from you know, an, a standpoint of the show hangs at Podbean, they have a tremendous corporate function where they work with 
employers to be the you know behind the scenes support. They'll you know not only produce content, but then they you can hang it there. It's a single sign on. A lot of cool stuff they have going on. So a lot of different options. A lot of again, you could start very basic or you could start full tilt. I think a lot of it just depends on your comfort level. What's the level of support that you have, and then how do you go from there? Yeah, it doesn't have to be a ten thousand dollar recording studio. It does not uh, need to be. We don't, we don't need all that trouble to pull this together. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> you can you can dream you can dream, John. But for for the rest of down us, the, down reality, the road, we know. down the road, you never know. You you might need it if you're. I will tell you that there's at least one organization that uh, that works with Podbean. They have fourteen internal podcasts now, which is just mind boggling to me. But they have six or seven people that help shepherd those through. So that is not a one one person operation. It's four you know fourteen shows really being. It has one person overseeing everything to make sure that all fits kind of the overall brand that the organization is looking for. But those six or seven uh, people producing and, and helping create that content, it's I again that that's what gets I get really jazzed when I hear those kind of stories. That yes. that's amazing to me. And it's it's a large company, but not the largest company in the world. Kudos to them for for doing that. Yeah. Well, you were saying a minute ago. I mean, there are. There are different flavors of this, right? A podcast, there are some podcasts are like, um, what's it called? Serial, right? Where it's a story we're telling in a certain number of parts, and then it's kind of a season and it's done. We're doing a series of episodes. We'll say it's eight, we'll say it's 10, and then we're done until we decide to come up with the next block. Um, there are others like yours, like We're Only Human, where it's, hey, every week or every you know certain amount of time you can expect to see a new episode. And those two things have a different level of, Again, time investment, commitment, and everything else. One of the the example I gave earlier, there's another company I talked to that does a series internally where they interview one of their either their CEO or one of their their top executives in the company once a month, and um, they do it. They did that. Said, hey, we're going to do this once a month for a year. We're going to have 12 episodes, and this is going to be our like our 12 big ideas on the next 10 years for our company. Mm. An internal focus for us and they are not setting the expectation that this is going to go on for the next 10 years it's like we are collecting 12 big ideas and what's fun for podcasting you mentioned this earlier it's asynchronous so they could have recorded <laughs> all those the same day and no one else was any of the wiser right. and right. they released them once once a month <laughs> That's or a right. year. Right. Um, so it gives you some flexibility too around that getting away from having it purely be live and there's nothing wrong with doing it live and having that recorded and stored for later, but getting away from it being where it has to be live or you miss it entirely creates some additional value for people to consume the content, to capture things, to feel like they're in the loop, um, especially in an organ in a world we work in now where more and more people are remote. This creates an opportunity to connect with those people in a different kind of way than just saying, Hey, dial in for our weekly meeting, right? Create some different connections there. So I love that. Um, one question I want to ask you was metrics, and it might be too early for you, but I'm just kind of curious what kind of metrics you're going to keep an eye on, um, or you might recommend somebody to keep an eye on if they're trying to figure out how's this working, what sort of numbers do I need to report back, or what numbers do I need to think about when I'm building a business case, what sort of things should be thinking about from that perspective? Is it pure volume of listens? Is it the type of content people are listening to? What is it? It's a great question, and it's something, yeah, we're absolutely trying to figure out and hash through. I think what we are looking at initially is number of downloads and, and who is, you know, looking at what what episodes because we're we're going to do it as such that we're doing it by topic, so they're not episode numbers. You don't have to listen to them in any order. Here's harassment. Here is 
drug testing and and the uh, the fun CBD stuff that's going on. It's not the actual title, but you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, or you know, here's leadership training on X or safety training on Y. So titled and and tracking initially what the idea our intent is to track by downloads by title and, and and what the episode is about to determine are there certain shows that if they're getting more downloads, is that something we ought to be looking at? Do we look at additional training in person or do we create more content, podcast content on that same theme? Uh, I think that's where we're looking initially because it, it is such a new idea for us. You know, we, we have an idea. We know the number of people that were on those phone calls. We want to improve upon that. And again, we feel like the flexibility this will provide gives us that. Uh, again, hanging it, we're, we're utilizing our LMS where so you go in, you'll click on you'll click on literally on a podcast tab, and it'll pull up all the podcasts, and you can click on which one you want to download and listen to at your at your leisure. So again, I I think as we mature and, and have more, once we have content available and start looking at it that way, we might parse it out more, maybe even to say what what area is listening. You know, is it leadership as opposed to say our office professionals to say our engineering division. I think that's something that will come with time, but I think initially it's just let's let's put that out, put it out there to where people can get to it, and let's determine what what's what's getting more and and why is that. Interesting, I love that. Awesome. Whew. All right, this has been this has been so much fun. I really enjoy it. Re- enjoy the conversation because while it's not about. Uh, G.I. Joe's and Star Wars, uh, we can, this kind of conversation is fun to bring to people that are like, okay, I've got to, I'll tell you, I used to run employee communications, right, for the company I worked for, and the thing that I loved the most was looking for ways to drip a little bit of fun or a little bit of humor into it just to get people to listen, just to get them to consume that content, just to get them to be in the know, because it's easy to get numb to, uh uh-oh, communications at so-and-so, email address, they're you know, here comes some more stuff that's more fluff. And so it was like a point of pride where I was just trying to find some way to connect with people on some level so they would read or listen or, or watch whatever we were sharing with them. And so like this is another example of how you can break out of that box of just I've got to send another email to communicate this thing to people when they're not reading your open enrollment email anyway. They're not reading those basic kind of communications anyway. This can create a more engaging way to, to interact with them. And I just love I love your passion for the topic. So thank you for joining us, John. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. If someone wants to connect with you, they want to learn more about you or learn from you at your feet, uh, as it were, what's the best <laughs> way to do that? Well, you can always find me on Twitter. That's at John, J-O-N, underscore Thurman, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Just connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, just let me know if you've listened to this and like to talk more. Just if you'll personalize the note to let me know that, I'd appreciate that very much. And as always, you can always find my podcast at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com or at any of the platforms where you may be listening to this great show too. Excellent. Awesome. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. Enjoy the conversation with John. This has been Eubanks, host of We're Only Human, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to We're Only Human. Please take a moment to share this episode with another HR leader who might see it as a valuable resource in their daily work. For more information about the podcast and to see all our show archives, please visit upstarthr.com.